Welcome to Ravnica by Starlight's podcast replay, presented by the Venus and Mercury League. This is Episode 2, Quest for the Goblin Lord, recorded on the 27th of April, 2021. Think you know what set that title came from? Stay tuned after the episode is over to find out if you're right. And now, the stars come out. Hi there, Basher. Welcome to Ravnica by Starlight, where we play a Dungeons & Dragons campaign set in the multiverse of Magic the Gathering. I'm your game runner, Phoebe, and my pronouns are she and her. And we are joined, as we always are, by our talented and amazing players, who are in no particular order going to introduce themselves right now. Who'd like to go first? Uh, I'm Rose, or HG Rose, on most platforms. Uh, my pronouns are she and they. Okay. Uh, I'm Kabir, or Hogbog everywhere, and I use she or her. Alright, and that leaves... <laughs> Hi, my name is Becky, otherwise known as Becky Bear. I go by she and they, and I'm very excited to play some Dungeons & Dragons tonight. Excellent. I'm glad we all are. So thank you so much, my friends. Just in case this is your first time with us, uh, Ravnica by Starlight is a partner project of the Venus and Mercury League by the Aspirant CCG team. And uh, VML is a Magic the Gathering League for players of marginalized genders. And this week on the VML, oh man, you are in for a treat here. We're featuring our very own Kabir in the broadcast booth for the first time. Uh... How do you feel about that, Kabir? I'm really excited and really looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. So each week for the remainder of the semester, we'll be featuring a guest caster from across the wonderful world of Magic Esports. And in addition to another couple of pop quizzes by our very own Professor Ellie, uh, we're launching the College Challenge, where the five colleges of Strixhaven duke it out um, more than they already do. Uh, but in any event, uh, we'll be uh, starting up on Friday at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern for week two of the VML. And once again, we want to thank the VML, Aspirant CCG, and all of you wonderful people out there supporting us and our little slice of the multiverse. Uh, before we get started, I do have a couple of quick little announcements. First off, I want to congratulate a uh, podcast that I listen to, uh, the very pioneering Into the Motherlands. Uh, they set out on their second season this past week. Do any of you guys listen to that one? Can't say that I do, but if you recommend it, I'll have to check it out. Oh, I absolutely recommend it. I don't know if you've been following it. Uh, it is a primed by Cortex game, and it's played by an incredible, talented cast in an amazingly detailed and unique sci-fi setting. And I want a big thank you to the Motherlands folks for everything that you guys have done. Uh, you can check out that podcast, as well as get a sneak preview of the setting at motherlandsrpg.com. And our last announcement actually is a congratulations to another game that just launched. Uh, Hardwired Island is a retro-future cyberpunk RPG set in the far-off mysterious year of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> this is a setting from Weird Age Games that I've been looking forward to for a long time. I'm really glad that Freya and Paul were able to bring the Grand Cross Station to such vibrant life. And you can check that out. It's available now wherever your favorite RPGs are digitally sold. 
Uh, does anybody else have anything uh, they want to mention? No, I don't think so. I think, I think that okay. I'm good. I think we're good. Okay. Well, that about covers it. So let's uh, pick up where we left off last time. Our crew had been arrested by the Azorius Senate and put on a show trial for a theft that they didn't commit. An artifact had been stolen from the Orzhov vaults, an orb of some kind, that the crew was ordered to retrieve in order to clear their names. They found themselves at a rather sketchy flophouse in the 4th Precinct of Ravnica's 10th District. This place is named the Slaughterhouse, H-A-U-S, staffed by the cheerfully off Conrad. Uh, after a fitful night's rest, the crew awoke to find two among them missing, Hezix the Goblin and Lyrissa the Gorgon. In their place, they found only a scrap of parchment bearing the sigil of the notorious guildless crime lord Krinko. Which is where we pick back up now. And as we were noted uh, last time, uh, we never actually described our characters. So let's go once around the room one more time and describe who we are and what we look like. Okay? Let's start with Rose. Who are you? Uh, I know that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, quite the loaded question. So my character is a bit unique in that my character is Plull and is actually three characters, uh, helped along by the fact that they are a changeling who can change their form along with their personality. Uh, the three parts to my character is Allure, who is a... Uh, often looks like an elf with sort of very earthy, copper-toned skin and green hair. Uh, and also the only one of the three who actually cares about the job. Uh, <laughs> the others are sort of along for the ride, and the job helps with that. Uh, the second is Niv, who is... Uh, oh, uh, Allura actually uses she-ho pronouns, uh, whereas Niv uses they-them... Uh, Niv is an androgynous, uh, a gender, basically doesn't understand what gender is, uh, flamboyant thief. Uh, think Dak Faden. Uh, they tend to tend, they tend to look draconic, even though that is actually impossible, but because it's impossible, they are therefore the only one who can do it. <laughs> uh, something they try to use to their own fame. Uh, and the final one is uh, Torm, uh, who... If Niv is flamboyant, Torm is even more so. Uh, Torm is the only one who does not have a set form, basically changes form at a whim, uh, and is essentially the stereotypical bard. Uh, likes pink. Uh, Tom uses he, him. Okay. All right. Thank you. Uh, all right. Kabir, why don't you tell us about Isolde? Sure. So Isolde is an imposing six foot tall human, always clad in her heavy armor, mace by her side, and a ledger in her hands in which she is always writing something. Okay, uh, what kind of features does she have? 
she has a dark hair, a pale complexion, and is often hidden behind a helmet. Okay, and this armor that she's in, is it ornamented? Is it kind of plain? Uh, it, she probably displays the Ozov sigil, but it has no ornamentation other than that. Okay. All right, and uh, until our other two players, uh, Amy and Anna, are able to join us, uh, we do miss them so much, and we uh, hope that they'll be able to join us next week. Uh, why don't we round this off with Pelsival? So, Becky? Yeah, so Pelsival is a, I believe, six foot two Vidalkin. Um, is masculine in a lot of features, but is uh, not gendered, uses they, them pronouns, um, struggles constantly to correct people about their pronouns. And since they're kind of from the closed off guild of the Azorius, uh, struggles with their own kind of gender identity transformation or self journey, but is doing their best to uh, let everyone else know that uh, they are non-binary and kind of coming out of that shell. Um, They're rather timid, um, but also in a weird way, doesn't know how to keep their mouth shut, uh, has a strong sense of morals and direction, usually strictly follows the law, but is at the core of Adalkins are very in tuned with nature and in tuned with um, specifically ether and therefore has a strong kind of pull to whatever gives life. Uh, has blue skin, kind of very pale eyes that are almost yellow and uh, no hair on their body and uh, like darker blue markings, kind of avatar-esque. <laughs> Okay. I feel like Vidalkins always looked kind of like avatars. <laughs> well, kind of a cross between the two uh, franchises, it seems. One, yeah. Uh, yeah, you look like a blue Ang. So there mm-hmm. we go. Uh, all right. So <laughs> we pick up then with, uh, well, Pelsival. You, I believe, were holding that scrap of paper and you recognized that it's Krenko's sigil. So, yep. True. What do you do? Uh, Go ahead. Pelzeval is alerting the rest of the group as to the fact that they recognize the Krenko signature that is on this piece of paper and declaring that they believe that Krenko is who has stolen our... Well, go ahead and say that. But, okay. I, I believe that this... The signature, I've seen it before. I believe it is the boss, mob boss, Krenko. There's, what would Krenko want with our, Pelzeval pauses, not really wanting to call them friends quite yet. <laughs> uh, comrades? I, I mean, yeah. we could... go Please, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I mean, at least one of our comrades uh, seems to have a knack for getting in trouble. 
I believe we could always just ask our comrades, and Isolde will take out her fragment of obligation and okay. try and send a message to Hezix, saying, okay. where are you and are you okay? Okay, a few moments pass. A few more moments pass. Doesn't appear to be a response. Are there was all, no response. Are I, we at all concerned about the danger they could possibly be in? I, I suspect they are likely in a great deal of danger if they are unable to respond to a message. Or they're knocked out. Well, I would consider that a great deal of danger. <laughs> I, I would also... <clears throat> I would also consider that to be some amount of danger, or at least malicious intent. Uh, Pelzeval's going to pause again. Do we have any idea how we would like to go about saving them? We could always just walk up to Krenko and ask. You keep track of where Krenko is? I mean, he's he's a known figure. I'm sure someone will be able... I'm sure if we make it known that we wish to see him, we'll be able to see him. I feel uh, as though trying to see and letting it known that we're trying to see Krenko also seems like a dubious choice. Uh, out of character... Do we know what, did anyone, was anyone able to read it and know what it said, or did it just have a symbol people recognized? I believe it was just the symbol. There mm-hmm. wasn't any kind of threat, any kind of uh, notification Ransom. saying, yeah. yeah. Uh, we could always go looking for Cranko, though that idea does frighten me. It does seem like an unwise uh, thing, although we do need our comrades back. Comrades is a good word. I like that word. (laughs) That would be why I started using it. (laughs) Unless, Unless someone has another plan as to how we may recover these assets? would be a lot easier if I had some amount of guild backing currently, but as I do not, because of our current situation, your idea may be as good as any. Albeit one that frankly frightens me. I suppose we could always try, we should try contacting the other one. There were two of them after all. Mm. Maybe, yeah. but maybe one, maybe, maybe Larissa will be able to respond. Isolde will use the fragment of obligation to send the same message to Larissa, which is, where are you and are you okay? Pelzeval's just nodding along, silently agreeing. There's a pause. And then you hear... Orzhov girl. 
I don't know if that means that she does not wish to talk to you or that she is in danger. I'm out of character because I could be bad at interpreting this. Uh, what sort of noise was that? That was a grunt of pain. Okay. It was not a grunt of exasperation at his older. Got it. Um, yeah. I, I, at this point, I think we can confirm our suspicions of them being in danger. I would happen to agree. Do we wish to quickly take measures to rescue them? I don't imagine why we wouldn't. Because are they really assets to us? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. a fair point. Of course they are. They owe a debt to the Ozov. That debt must be paid. Pelzeval's gonna slightly roll their eyes. Mm-hmm. But then also kind of nod, thinking to themselves for a moment. I suppose in a way you're correct. <laughs> Though it is not something that I'm too thrilled about. I will admit that I am slightly fond of this little goblin, though I'm still undecided about the Gorgon. All right. What is the best way that we can go about finding them? Is there any way that the owner of the slaughterhouse might have seen something? Potentially. It's at least a place to start. Pelzeval is going to clamber down the stairs to try and find the owner of the slaughterhouse. Conrad is busy washing cups and uh, doing his thing. He's kind of whistling a little tune. He's like, oh, you're awake, finally. I'm not going to do the, the Skyrim joke, but you're, you're awake. <laughs> yes, uh... We were held towards our rooms for a moment. Would you happen to have seen where the goblin friend and gorgon friend that we were with last night perhaps have gone? Oh, Hezix. No, I haven't seen them. Have no, you... I thought they were still up in the room. That's why I didn't send the maid up. And the gorgon, well, she just went right to bed. She didn't. Little weird, that one. I don't know if weird is the word that I would use, but certainly interesting. She didn't even you... get into a bar fight. What's the dif- What's the fun? Some of us would prefer not to do that sort of thing. And some you of wouldn't... us would, but that's why you're a prissy stuck-up Azorius. I'm going to push past that. Is there any chance that you would have seen perhaps somebody associated with Cranko around these Oh, products? no, no, no. Don't say that name here. We don't want their kind here, the guildless scum. Horrible, horrible people. It seems that they don't care about that. And Pelzval is going to show Conrad the piece of paper with the marking uh, of Krenko on it. Uh, If he touched another room, you're going to pay for it. Uh, 
I assure you it is not our fault that the room is trashed. If he was looking for you, it probably is. We're unaware of any reason as to why Krenko would be looking for us. Unless, of course, it is just Hezix. Uh, Pelzval's voice does trail off as they're saying this with a slight realization that that likely could be the case. We, we must not rule out that this may in fact not be Krenko at all. After all, if I were to abduct two people at night, I would be most certain to leave a sign saying I was with Krenko. Uh, you don't know how he works, do you? It's not his thing. He definitely likes the idea of being seen as the king of Tin Street. Oh, I, I don't doubt it. I mean, someone else could be trying to pin the blame on him. That would be very unhealthy for them. I suspect so. So it's either Krenko or someone very foolish. Either way, he's a fool. So you don't have any leads as to where we might find Krenko. I try to stay away, but I tell you this. If you want... If you want to find goblins, you go where goblins are. Go to the Izzet Laboratory. (sighs) Very well. He gives you directions to a, a small little... Uh, well, you'll get there. He gives you some directions. Okay. I got to warn you, though. If you're going there, you'd better be careful. As if I'm not careful everywhere I go. Did you lose two of your friends? We were in separate rooms. Not very careful if you ask me. I agree. They probably were not very careful. All right. Shall we set off then? Certainly. We'll uh, do our best to return the two that are missing and make sure that they're able to pay you the debt for the room that is now trashed or Krenko himself. (laughs) I should hope so. But nonetheless, be careful. Don't die. Uh, well, uh, Until you've paid your tab. Then, doesn't matter. You were a man after my own heart. Oh, why do all of you think the exact same way? Because it's the right way. Okay. So, uh, let's see. Um... Roll, somebody roll me a perception check, please. I can do that. Whoop. (laughs) That's not a good roll. That's a nine. (laughs) You have no idea where these directions are taking you. Um, This is somewhere, uh, this is a part of the fourth precinct that you're not familiar with. And, oh, there you go, Kabir. Wow, double 20s. So, yeah, yeah, you know exactly where this place is. You know it's 
okay, the fourth precinct is already not the good part of town. Um, this is not the best part of even that. Um, it's a small warehouse, uh, and there's already weird-looking smoke coming from up above. Um, it appears to be going down into a chimney, and you're wondering how that actually happens. It, it just is one of those situations where you look at it and it's like... Hmm, I wonder how smoke is going into a chimney. Quite strange, quite strange. <laughs> uh, who is able to speak goblin, do you think? Not I. Not Isolde. Nope. Okay, well... Very good. <laughs> well, you do hear, you know, some what? goblin chittering back and forth. Uh, trying to figure things out. There's there's a lot of excitement and who who's at oh Rose. Okay. Yeah. Uh Well I was just reading it. I do we we're, I guess we're going pretty slowly. I could take time to do a, a quick like ten minute ritual, right? Uh yeah, I believe this can be done as a ritual, yeah. Uh, sure. So, getting into the goblin area, I would like to ritual cast comprehend languages going forward. Uh, okay. given that we will likely be interacting with goblins, and no one knows how to talk to goblins. Alright, great. Uh, give me another perception roll, this time with advantage. 16. Excellent. All right. So as you're approaching, we're assuming that you cast it while walking because it's not that difficult. Um, this is a... You hear somebody saying, okay, okay, so the timing is right, right. So on the count of three... No, not... not. It's one, two, then go. Not one, two, three, go. It's one, two... No, not now! These little goblins sure are noisy. <laughs> of note, I'm not currently relaying any of that to anyone else, but I'm definitely, as we're walking, I am laughing. <laughs> uh, perception checks from everybody except Rose. Please. Hmm. Okay. Becky Hell got a nine. Kabir got a twelve. Okay. Kabir, there's something unusual happening with the smoke. I mean, aside from the fact that it is going into Yeah. But you can't quite place what that might be. The goblins are starting to get louder. No, 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 no. You got to go put it over there. No, this way, this way. No, no, that way. No. One more foot. Okay, come on. Let's go. Let's go. 
And then all of a sudden, there's a moment of dead silence. Oh, no. As it gets silent, Pell is going to stop walking. This is going to be funny. I need reflex, uh, sorry, uh, dexterity saving throws from everybody, please. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, well, unfortunately, you are all caught in the massive explosion that blows the doors off of the, uh, off of the, um, warehouse as you approach. The good news is, though, it didn't hurt you all that much. You're going to be okay. taking two points of damage each. Oh. It was mostly just overpressure, so... There's what that. on earth was that? I suspect it was an explosion. Not <laughs> <laughs> that really loud! <laughs> Palsival is going to kind of glare at Isolde. <laughs> Thank you, know, you, I was aware enough of that. Given that given that everything was going into the building, was it an explosion or an implosion? Oh, it was it, an explosion. You guys got knocked back about five feet. Is everybody okay? You hear some goblins starting to chitter. There's a few people... Uh, shouting in common. All right, all right. Get the get the vat back up. Get all the pieces together. We gotta we gotta reforge it. Is the building still standing after this? Well, yeah. I mean, you just blew the doors out and the uh, windows. So it really is a desert facility. Uh, and so- a handful of roof tiles. Most- and maybe that one wall. Most of the buildings intact. Not much more than was there before, honestly. (sighs) Well, it at least sounds like we're in the right place. Whatever gives you that impression. Oh, you know, simply the sound of goblins chittering, the explosions that feel very Izzet-esque. Oh, you you meant as to being near the Izzet laboratory. Oh, well, yes, I already knew that. I navigated. Obviously, we're in the right place. Uh, Whether this shall lead to Krenko, I suppose, is to be seen. Well, we could simply ask uh, one of the goblins that we hear. Indeed. Uh, Pelsival is going to try and follow the sound of the goblins' voices. Well, it it's not difficult. They're sort of <laughs> all over the place. All over the place. Uh, some of them are picking up pieces of what looks like a giant brass pot. Um, it's it's been twisted pretty badly. Um, doesn't look like anybody's seriously hurt. Um, quite good. Quite good couple of goblins are still peeling off uh, bits of uh, heavy armor that they were using. One is just kind of sitting with his head between his knees uh, trying to figure out if the ringing is the sound of clanging metal or Mm -hmm. just still part of his head. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, Pelsifal is going to go up to one that the one that looks like it is still in pain, the one with its head between its legs. <laughs> you there? Are are you are you okay? I know I shouldn't speak loudly because if I speak loudly, what? Possibly, I. Are you all right? I can't hear you. My head is ringing. Um, it's speaking in common, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pelsival is going to summon a little bit of healing energy to cast uh, Lay on Hands okay. to try and help the goblin. Okay. Uh, how many points are you spending on that? Uh, you should have ten. Yeah, I just want to use one. Okay. Well, it's enough. Uh, his headache's gone. Uh, are, what are did you, you right? do to me? Uh, I, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, man. I simply healed you a little bit. You want to see the permits? I'll go get them from the office. Uh, that... Uh... <clears throat> reasonable that you would believe that, but that is not why I am here currently. I- I'm more interested in finding a friend. <laughs> I'm not very good at describing this. Um, <clears throat> We're looking for Krenko. His okay. eyes shoot open. He's like, and you just think that every goblin's gonna know where he is? No, but we haven't asked anyone yet, and I simply needed a place to start. So you found a goblin who's been hurt, then? Yeah, okay, I get it, I get it. Really? <laughs> I I meant this with no ill will. Oh yeah, I bet you didn't. Look, Krenko ain't around here, because this is Izzy territory. This is where we do stuff that actually helps the people of Ravnica. Krenko ain't got no time for that. He just wants to line his pockets with zips. So let him. Certainly fair. Have you seen uh, a tiny goblin and a gorgon pair? He just looks at you when you say tiny goblin and then just sort of gestures <laughs> at the rest of the warehouse. <laughs> No, no, I, I realize, I realize. I, I specifically mean the combination of a goblin with a gorgon, perhaps with other goblins. Mostly just a gorgon. I, I feel like we are barreling towards a misunderstanding here. These are two separate beings, not a simic combination of a goblin and a gorgon. <laughs> that is a good clarification as well. Thank you. Okay, you got your head screwed on straight. He points to uh, Isolde. What's your name? I'm Isolda Obez Idrik of the of the Orzov. Well, and you are not currently of the Orzov right now. I will always be of the Orzov. And we of the at the Orzov Guild would appreciate any assistance you could give us of in helping us locate some of our acquaintances who've been waylaid. By Krenko, no less. Alright, alright, so I get it. This is an extortion racket. Okay, fine. But if I you're going against... Pardon? 
Well, you bring an Orzhov in here. You say, you know, you're just looking for Krenko, and now all of a sudden the Orzhov's involved. I don't even know what your deal is. I don't even know what you look like. He points over to, who is it, Niv or Torm? Niv. Probably Niv. I don't, you talk about Simic, this thing, this lizard <laughs> thing. Look, I don't want no problems here. I don't want the problems. I'm just running this experiment for the for the Grand Mages. So you just got to be cool about this and let me do my thing, okay? If you want to go talk to Krenko, you might want to try talking to some of the other guys. Some of them came out of that gang, and they are glad to be part of the Is It. I'll tell you that. I was never part of it. You can always say, oh, Valix was a good Is It man from the very start. Mostly because, well, my parents were is it people, and well, they blew up. Uh, oh, well, I, I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you for your. That assistance. was like forty years ago, so don't worry about it. I'm I'm still trying to put them back together, though. Oh my, a forty-year-old oh. is it goblin? I was going to say, are, did <laughs> do goblins live that long? You are quite accomplished. Not in the is it. <laughs> well, I didn't say I'm 40 years old. I'm only 20. We don't I'm talk confused. about the time accident. <laughs> I should have known. Well, thank you for your assistance, and I'm going to doss him a zib. I get it. You're paying me off now. Okay, fine, sure. What's this going to cost me? Oh, it's not going to cost you anything. I am simply... Rendering payment for services given. What's the information? You oh, the information. information. Okay, and that's not you making fun of me. Okay, great. I get it now. All of a sudden, I created Goblin Joe Pesci. I don't know why. Yeah, I was um, gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Just go talk to the boys. Don't touch nothing. I okay. don't think I would like to. You got a problem with our stuff? Uh, I just watched it blow up once. I don't believe I wish to have that happen again. Oh, we never make the same mistake twice. I'll tell you that. It could be a new mistake. Luckily, no, though. No, we usually of- make them like six or seven times. <laughs> That's exactly my point. Out of character... I would like to look if there's anything to steal because someone just told me not to touch oh, <laughs> Okay. First, uh, give me a stealth check, please. 24. Oh, is, there any okay. of, is there any sort of check I could make to try and prevent a catch never prevent Niv from touching things? Good luck gonna, with that, gonna, but give me a perception check thing. for that. But uh, I don't think. Nope. Yeah, no, you. Niv is gone. (laughs) Okay, yeah, no, I I wanted to make one just in case, but I am pretty sure that I. Yeah, all right. Uh, So, Niv, tell me what you're looking for. Are you looking for money? Are you looking for valuables? Are you looking for anything that looks high tech and expensive? Uh, probably high-tech and expensive, definitely shiny. Honestly, I was just told not to touch things, so now I want to touch things. 
right. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, all right. Well, you find in the wreckage of what looks like a locker area, you find about maybe uh, 30 gold pieces worth of coins. Um, a lot. Uh, they are covered in some kind of viscous goo. Ooh. Um, but one other thing you find it, wrapped in like newsprint or some kind of like cheesecloth kind of thing is a what looks like a, a bluish green egg. Um, it's it's like it's made out of gelatin and it's got some kind of fluid inside it. Um, it's maybe about uh, about the size of a small cantaloupe. Uh, and you, if you're careful enough, you think you might be able to break the uh, the the shell, the gelatinous shell, and get at whatever's inside. Uh, give me a... Not the baby! <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I can't just take the egg. I don't want... I don't necessarily want to take something outside of the egg. That might kill it. Well, I mean, it doesn't look like... Give me an intelligence check really quick. Uh, that's not gonna go well. Oh, that went well! You were saying? Yay! Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, you know this is not an egg of any kind of creature that you've uh, encountered. In fact, it looks the way it was prepared and and wrapped. It looks more like somebody's lunch. Oh. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm fine with that. Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't need somebody's lunch. <laughs> All right. Well, you do also, uh, with that roll, know that the goo that covers the money is from another one of those eggs that uh, split open. So, I'll 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 try and take the money. Okay. All right. Uh, sleight of hand check with disadvantage, please. <laughs> Seventeen. <laughs> 17's still pretty good. Um, yeah, you managed to get about 20 of them before... Cling, 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 cling. Oh, no. Wait, these uh, are covered in goo. How the are they making noise? Out of... <laughs> what? They're covered in goo. Yeah. Well, when they land, they still make a you know noise because the goo slides off and you drop them on a piece of brass that you didn't see. Fair enough. Yeah. Of course, everybody looks over to you and sees you. Niff, Niff, what, what are you doing? I was told not to touch things. This isn't my fault. <laughs> Puzzleball's just gonna, like, stare at Niv. <laughs> it, it looks Is to me like you're trying to touch things. Isolda will will write something down in a ledger, then look at Niv and say, 
put it back. Ooh, scary, Bobby. <laughs> Give me an intimidation check, please, Isolda. Isolda certainly thinks she's very intimidating. She, spoilers, she is not. Well, what a mood. Let's find out. <laughs> she's really not. With a three. Uh, how scared are you of a three there, Niv? Not in the least. All right. I went Good. from being like scary mommy to aww. <laughs> I've never thought Isolde was cute before, but in this moment, Pelzeval finds Isolde quite cute. <laughs> fine, fine, I'll stop touching things. It's not my fault. They shouldn't have told me not to touch things. Just saying. That's the worst they- thing to say. And they're goblins. They should know that. That is a fair point. However, of the goblins start nodding. And say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get back to work! (laughs) Very well. Alright. Next step was finding the goblins that uh, the the other one told us to talk to. Uh, Yeah, you see somebody who uh, is hauling a pretty good chunk of this old bronze and brass vat uh, upstairs. And it would be a lot easier for him to do it if he wasn't wearing the pot like a helmet. <laughs> oh, uh, And it would be um, uh, even easier if he wasn't wearing it backwards so that it covered his eyes. Oh, uh, Pelzeval is going to be like, oh, good, good moment. Allow me to help you and try to place it back on top of him the correct way. Uh, give me a strength check, please. Okay. Oh, this should be something I'm at least okay at, maybe. 16. Okay. Uh, you try to pull the brass pot off of him, but this thing is heavy. Oh. And more importantly, you didn't realize it, uh, as you were getting up close to him, but this is not your ordinary goblin. This is... Uh-oh. This is gob beef chunk. <laughs> um, gob chunky boy. Yeah. Uh, he's... Oh. Oh, Who's there? And he trips down the stairs. Oh, no. <gasps> clang, 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 clang. <laughs> Bong. <laughs> Uh, oh no. Uh, I'm uh, rushing to the bottom of the stairs to attempt to make sure that this goblin is okay. Oh, oh, that's Hoyd. He's fine. Uh, are, are you certain? Are you okay? Can, can yeah, I assist you? Are you feeling fine? the stairs again. How many fingers am I holding up? And Pelzeval's gonna hold up their six-fingered hand, because Vidalkins have six fingers. Uh, purple? I suppose that's as goblin of an answer as any. 
Uh, we... Look, I gotta get the pot upstairs. Would you Alex like... told me to do it. Would you like some assistance moving it? What's assistance? I thought we were having the eggs for lunch. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, would you like me to help you move it? I'm not supposed to let people help me. Pelzeval's going to pause for a moment. Why is that? Well, I don't know. That's hey, Valix, why aren't I supposed to let people help me? We're still cleaning up from the last person you crushed. Crushed? Valix is smart. Uh, I don't believe that this is going to crush me. Would you let me help you? Is it okay? Yeah, go knock yourself out. Okay. He picks up the pot, puts it on his head, runs right at the wall. I, I'm not sure you know the meaning of the word help. I to be fair, he did say knock himself out. That's true. If anything, this is just a very obedient goblin. Just not a very smart one. That, that's what well, Krenko used to call me. Obedient. I don't know what it means. You, you know Krenko? I'm not supposed to talk about um, Krenko anymore. I'm not with him. Uh, I've been ex-constipated from his gang. Excommunicated. <sighs> no, I talk good. I can you still talk. Yeah, you, That's you what communication do. means, but no, I was ex-constipated. Uh, yes, certainly. The easier are nice. They gave me a job. I get money. Yes, money to buy eggs. That is nice. <laughs> Pelzeval is going to take a moment to glance at Niv and Isolde and give a like, I don't know if this goblin's going to be able to tell us anything that we need to know. <laughs> kind of look. I'm going to walk up to the goblin and ask him, is there, is there anyone else who was with you when you were with Kranko before you were ex-constipated? I like you, lady. You talk proper. Yeah, there was lots of people with me and Krenko. Lots of goblins. We ran Tin Street. That's what he said. We run this street. Anyone over here? She says, pointing at the room in general. No. No, it's the only one ex-constipated because I got caught. What did you get caught doing? I got caught stealing from it, is it? But I don't do that no more because Valix tells me it's not a good thing to do. 
So Alex tells me to hold stuff and lift stuff and take stuff upstairs. Sometimes tells me to knock myself out. That's not much fun, but I do it anyway. Because then I can buy eggs. Do you like eggs, lady? He's looking at his old ass, uh, just starstruck. Yes, I like eggs, I suppose. I, I fail to see how that's relevant here. But his I eyes just you. light up. Stay here, I got a present for you. And he runs over to the wreckage of the uh, of the lockers and pulls out the egg that you uh, found, uh, Niv. And, and said, touch. <laughs> here, this is, you look like you're hungry. I'm okay. I'm not so hungry now. I can smell the bread, though. It's fine. Here, you take this egg and you have it for me, okay? Hoyd wants you to have it. That's, Eat it up. That's very kind of you. Thank you. I shall take the egg. Okay. He's looking at you expecting. Yeah, you got to just get right in there with your fingers and open the, the <laughs> shell and then you can drink it. It's good. It's really good. Isolda is as unclear of what to do as I am. <laughs> she just stands there and stares. I like looking at the eggs too before I eat them. <laughs> I don't have another egg for you, mister, but a oh, big blue person with the purple hands. But I gotta say, you asking me a lot of questions about Krenko. I ain't done that in a long time. I don't want to talk about Krenko all that much. I, that's understandable and quite all right. I'm personally not a big fan of eggs. And thank you. I'm sorry. It's okay. But hey, uh, why are you asking about Krenko anyway? That was like a long time ago. It was, he starts counting on his fingers, and you notice that most goblins do have five fingers. Mm-hmm. Most goblins. He holds up his remaining three oh, and no. says, it's been at least this long since I've seen Krenko. Th- three? Is that what this is? Yeah. All of it. Yeah. It's three, been a long time. Th- three what? I only had two eggs, not three. <laughs> oh, all this wonderfulness is going on. Can I go over to the, the person that he was talking to that's likely the boss? Yeah, uh, you can talk to Valix, yeah. We gotta do this, we gotta... Alright, let's see. If we take the Ethermatic system and we do this, and if we go... Ah! Don't sneak up on me like that. I don't think I did much sneaking at all, but I was wondering if I could talk to you for a moment, since talking to that fella is not very helpful, uh, given how literally he took Knock Yourself Out. Uh, In the background, you hear... 
please stop running into things. They don't mean knock yourself out like knock yourself out. Uh, yeah, Hoyd, we get, we get. Ain't another one like him. I wouldn't trade him for anything as much as he drives me up the wall. What do you want to know? Uh, well, my question happens to be, we've had a couple, uh, comrades, uh, taken from us, and the main sign points to Krenko and the Tin Street Gang, and we were wondering uh, if anyone here happens to be able to point us in the right direction towards retrieving those, um, what was the word Zelda used? Assets. We don't like talking about Krenko. We got a lot of people who got out of that life here. He used to run around this area, you know? Back when he was just getting started. Hoyt I did not know kid. that. Hoyd was running guns for him. And not little stuff, neither. He was running some of the real powerful plasma throwers. Of course, we don't use those now since the the thing five years ago with those blue guys. Our plasma guns didn't do nothing against that last attack. <sighs> we lost a lot of people. But you can see we're working on a whole better stuff now. whole lot of stuff. Yeah, we're trying to see if we can do something with some of these eggs. Try to distill their essence a little bit more than the Simic can do. Really working on that. Oh, hey, you got one of our prototypes. After <laughs> standing there for a few minutes, just silent, Isolde is going to follow the instructions and crack open the egg and drink it, as recommended. Okay, uh, then Isolde, what I would like you to do is... Um, Constitution save? Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. I got a 20. You got a 20. The problem is it's a 30. Uh, <laughs> so what would normally what? happen with this egg, uh, this is actually a Simic uh, oleovum, which I haven't created a picture for yet. Uh, what this basically would do is in combat, you could crack this sucker open and drink this stuff, and you would be able to use uh, hit dice uh, as a free action. Um or as a bonus action, rather, uh, to heal. And if you passed that constitution save, you would not use the hit dice. But since you failed the constitution save, you can still heal, but you will use the hit dice, and you will immediately retch up the fluid. Sure, I'll do that. Uh, how does using hit dice work? <laughs> Well, since you're at full health, you don't need to worry about uh, it. I, I have taken two damage from an explosion. Okay, well, then you just roll the hit die, uh, and uh, yeah, that's how many hit points you gain. So I think for you it's, it's eight, is it? Yep. Uh, do I add my constitution to that or not? No, no. Not on this one. I am not sure how to do this. I'm sorry. 
Really? Uh, yeah. You should be able to, there you oh, go. God. Okay, so you regain six hit points. Okay, so yeah, you do get your constitution bonus. You rolled a three. Uh, but, uh, okay, so you recover that. The hit guy uh, goes down, and you immediately throw up. Okay. Well, that was Zelda a sight. Has, Zelda has had an experience in the world. <laughs> That's why I don't like those very much. Pell, how close were you? Uh, <laughs> fairly close, probably. G- give me a, a d20 roll, just straight up. Okay. Uh... Oh, 18. Okay, yeah. Um, You are just out of splash damage range, so... Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm over in the distance. I'm definitely, like, covering my face with my hand, trying not to laugh. I don't know who can eat those things. That's why we're trying to fix it. That's why we're trying to infuse them with some different flavors. You know, we got strawberry we're getting, and uh, we also got, you know, uh, uh, cinders. Some people like that. I don't know. That's what we were doing with the, the chimney. I don't know if you saw that. We're actually doing a really good job here. We're trying to make sure we cut down some pollution. We are an eco-friendly division of the Izzy. And we are here to stop pollution from ruining our fair city. I've gone from Joe Pesci to click and clack the Tapper brothers. So. <laughs> uh, Pelsaval is going to do a little bit of a applaud for eco-friendly it? Thank you. Thank you. Problem is, uh, we can't use some of our more heavy lifting machines because those spew out more pollution than we're taking in. So that's why we got somebody like Hoyt. That certainly makes some amount of sense. Look, I don't know why you guys are so bent on finding anybody with Cranko's gang. It's not something some people should be doing. But I'll tell you this. Hoyd used to run with some of the best and brightest of that gang. I know he doesn't seem like it, but everybody needs muscle. You want to take him and find out where Krenko used to be, I'll let you do it. But make sure Hoyd comes back. Because we need him a lot more than Krenko does. I can promise you that. Fear not, we will keep Hoyt safe. Clang! If you do not stop running into things, I will pick you up and carry you myself. Oh, will you? Clang! Clang! Pelsival is gonna do their best to grab Hoyt and, like, kind of, like, hold them, like, firemen carry Hoyt. Give me a strength check, please. This is gonna go so bad. Oh, it's a seven. Yeah, this is not gonna go well. (laughs) Well, you manage it. He's kind of he's kind of like heavier than he looks, and you know the fact of the matter is this is this is a big goblin, almost mog-like in terms of how big he is, Mm -hmm. but um. Uh, for for the time being, you are managing to get him out, and he's like, where are we going? 
you're going to help us find Krenko and hopefully our friends and we are going to keep you safe and hopefully that means also safe from running into dangerous things. I'm not supposed to go. It's okay. It's okay. You just make sure he comes back, all right? Of you course. have a deal, sir. Look at you making deals, not being Orsov. I'm so proud of you. You're learning so well. <laughs> learning what? And why didn't you finish your egg? The shell's the best part. Oh, you can have it. <gasps> and he just jams the gelatinous shell. And of course, you are aware the shell is not the best part. <laughs> so that's where we're going to take our break for right now. So we'll be back in about five minutes. So uh, thank you, everybody who is watching. Uh, and we will see you very, very shortly. Uh, thank you so much to everybody who is listening and share the word. Uh, make sure that uh, you're aware the podcast uh, will be releasing this Sunday. And uh, we will be having our uh, second uh, episode uh, out then. And uh, yeah, so sit tight for about five minutes. We will be right back. Thank you. This is Phoebe, your game runner, thanking you for listening to our show. Want to be up to date every week? Subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. Want to spread the word? Leave us a review. Every review we get helps others discover our podcast. And don't forget, new episodes are live each Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, and new podcasts up at noon the following Sunday. Keep that starlight burning. And we are back. Thank you very much for everybody who stuck with us during that uh, brief break. Uh, eventually, we will have music that goes along with that. But uh, for right now, thank you very much. And we are going to uh, come back to the... Uh, Scene of Hoid, the very large goblin, being firemen carried by Pelsival as they walk through the streets of the fourth precinct, followed by Isolde and Niv. So. This is fine. I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. Where would you like us to turn next? Uh. Go that way! And he points over to the right down another uh, very shady, scuzzy-looking alley. How many of these strange alleyways are you going to have us turn down? Uh, this many! And he holds up the three fingers that he has left on his uh, right hand. I should have. I should have guessed. We're almost there, though. I can smell it. You can smell it? Yeah, it doesn't smell like is it anymore. I see. It smells like blood. Oh, good. Glad that that's the smell that you recognize. Yeah, there was a lot of people. A lot of people, Cranko, made me hurt. Didn't like doing that. I'm sorry that you had to do that. You never gave me good eggs, neither. 
was always the, the little ones. That's certainly the worst. How dare he? But, you know, when I got caught by the Izzet, you know, with Alex, he was like, he was all, what are you doing in here? And, and why did you, why'd you build that thing? And why'd you take that? And why aren't you wearing pants? You weren't wearing pants. It was a long story, okay? I don't want to talk about it. Understandable. But, you know, Valix, he listened to me. He talked to me. He made me feel like I was more than just a big, dumb monkey. I'm glad that you found a place where you feel you have more purpose. I don't know what the purpose is, but I get a lot of eggs now. Can that not be your purpose? He kind of thinks for a minute. We shouldn't be talking about my purpose. There's a girl present. Uh, what? Oh, hey, hey, I remember this place. There's, oh, it's that door right there. You got to give the secret knock. The secret knock? Yeah. What did... I think, I think I remember this one, okay? So, hey, can you let me down? Oh, certainly. Uh, Pals of all will do their best to slowly and gently put down Hoyd. So there's this very thick wooden door. It doesn't look any different from any of the other doors. Um, and uh, you see uh, a couple different things here. Um, uh, one, one moment, please. Mm -hmm. uh, Rose? You're, yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure because I saw you were muted. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so he go. Hoyd walks up to the door. He's like, okay, how, how does this go? Okay. Bang, 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 bang. Crinkle! Crinkle, I'm back. Oh, no. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Crinkle! Uh, is, there, is, there any, is there any way that we can be a little bit more quiet? The door opens just a crack. Mm. You see this beady yellow eye looking out. What do you want? It's me. I brought friends. Oh, you called us friends. You ain't been here in years and you come back with straight... With an Azorius? Uh, I'm not currently Azorius, mind you. Get in here now, Hoyd. Okay. Can my friends come in? All of a sudden you see 
on either end of the alleyway that you're in, goblins wielding crossbows and ah! swords. Yeah, they better come in. We'll follow you. <laughs> Thank you for the audience. <laughs> don't I don't know if I'm thankful. <laughs> the boss is not going to like this. He leads you into what looks like a very nice looking speakeasy. Ooh. There's red velvet uh, lining the walls. All of the chairs uh, have some kind of uh, draping on them. Some even have cushions. Uh, there's a stage in the far corner with um, uh, a young Vidalcan girl uh, singing. She's uh, but she's the only non-goblin in the place. Um, everybody else is either at tables drinking, at the bar drinking. One bartender uh, looks at you, and he's just glaring at you the entire time. The goblin that led you in is wearing uh, leather uh, armor. It's probably the only one in the place wearing armor, aside from the guards uh, that escorted you in. Mm -hmm. He leads you to a table and says, sit. Okay. Hey, Caver. Hey, Caver, you got any eggs? You shut your mouth, Hoyd. You're in enough trouble. Okay. Uh, would you like the rest of us to sit as well? I already told you once. Sit. Uh, Puzzleball's going to sit next to Hoyd. Zelda will take a seat. Me as well. <laughs> the goblin in the armor walks away and goes into uh, a back room. And... You're just sitting there now. I think Kevin went to get me some eggs. What is your fascination with eggs? Oh, they're my favorite food. I remember when, when Dad used to come back from the foundries. He would always bring back an egg. He was my favorite treat. What a beautiful story. <laughs> I am also I, quite close with my father. I miss dad. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I didn't know your dad, but I'm sure I miss him too. My father is still alive. <laughs> In fact, I actually saved my father from being murdered. Murdered. Uh, 
killed, yes. It was quite some time ago. I'm sorry. I hope it was none of my friends who did it, because they used to do murder all the time. <laughs> I don't do that, no. I never killed nobody. And that's your problem, Hoyd. is going to kind of glare at whoever just said that to Hoyd. It was Caver, the uh, goblin who came in. Uh, the okay. armored goblin. Cranko ain't taking visitors right now. I see. Well, uh, that's a good thing then, because we came here after some people who I believe were involuntarily visiting as well, so we will just collect them and leave if that's fine by you. A gorgon and a goblin? Notably, the goblin was with the gorgon, and now being a goblin is not a particularly distinguishable characteristic here. What do you want with them? They well, it's a long the... story. <laughs> they owe a debt to the Ozov. That debt must be paid. Well, they owe a debt to Krenko, too. Or at least the Gabo does. How... We don't care about the Gorgon. She was protecting me. I don't know what the deal was there. But... What... What debt does the goblin owe? Perhaps we could come to an arrangement. You saying you want to make a deal? Yes. Isolde, I don't, I don't know if that is what we should be doing right now. I don't believe that goblins make deals. Uh, Pelzeval also is horrible at whispering, so this is actually quite loud. Uh, give me a uh, stealth check, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a three. As Pelsifal has a minus one to dexterity and is horrible at doing anything stealthy. We don't deal with the Azorius. Oh, you well, don't deal with the Orsov either. You don't deal with anybody, unless it's in a bad way. I suppose you deal with people then. Yeah, you're about to find out how. What do you want with the goblin and the gorgon? They are working with us. We need them back. You are fully welcome to them after the current thing we need them for is done. We're not going to get in your way, but we happen to need them at the moment. Preferably functional. You could take a finger or two, I suppose. I I do not know about that. Fingers might be necessary for the work at hand. How are we to say? I hadn't thought as far as any of you have, I suppose. <laughs> I was Look, not thinking about I don't about know if you guys are some kind of Rakdos show here that you're doing. <laughs> but they're you not think going of anywhere. Is with the Rakdos? They're not going anywhere unless you give us a reason to give them. And you ain't giving us a reason until you give us a reason to let you tell Krenko you want them. I ain't never seen none of you. And it's going to stay that way until Krenko has a reason to see you. 
I'm so tempted to make a bad decision. Oh no. <laughs> hey, Kaza, can I have some eggs now? Well, are you going to give them the eggs or not? Floyd, why are you back here? To assist us. Assist you in what exactly? And don't say getting the goblin and the gorgon. Well, that is the reason. He ain't worth them. Well, luckily, he's not really a part of this. He was just simply acting as our guide. All we needed was introductions. Sadly, we got them. <laughs> um, tell me, friend, are you fam- how familiar are you with the Azov? I know not to get in bed with them. I know not to make no deals. And you should know that we always pay our debts. Good or bad. Now, if Cranko if Cranko wants to deny the odds of an interaction, I feel like that's a decision he'd want to make himself. No, he wouldn't. What did you say our name was again? Oh, that's Kaza. He's my friend. Oh yeah, we it would we wouldn't want it to be the case that you know, Cranko ends up owing the odds of because. Kava didn't let some of the agents see him. We wouldn't want that, would we? I'm starting to feel like you just refer to everyone as friend now. Give me a persuasion check, please. Um, can I give uh, Bardic inspiration for that? Yeah, uh, but describe how you're doing that. Uh, I'm going to just simply pull out the coin that we use to cast message that shows the Ozhav symbol uh, and be like, you sure you want to mess with people that are under uh, Ozhav? Ooh. Okay. And how, does, how do I do Bardic Inspiration? I just... Uh, you can roll a d6 and add it. So, Tell you what, you make a good point. Tell you the truth, we've been trying to get our hands back on Hoyt for a while. He knows stuff. Well, I think knowing stuff is not particularly his strong suit, so I'm not really sure what he does now. I left my suit at home. I'm just wearing my overalls. That would be my point. Kevin, I'm really hungry. Tell you what, here's how we're going to do this. 
I'll go talk to Krenko and say it would be in his interest to meet with you. If you leave Hoyd with us. Unfortunately, that is not quite uh, allowable, given that we are not actually in control of him, and he does have some place to be. He was simply here to lead us here. Beyond that, we have no control over him. Oh, you got that right, pal. You ain't got no control. (laughs) That's not what I said. But it's what I meant. You really think you're in control of this situation? I am Ozov. I am always in control of the situation. Pelzevall's kind of shrinking back and uh, a little bit scared. I gave you the deal. Take it or leave it. I don't think we should take this deal. I think Krenko should decide what terms he wants and not you. Give me another persuasion check with disadvantage, please. A six. You're lucky I let you live. Get out of here. Now. I'm afraid we can't do that. How about this? If you can beat me in a duel, then we'll leave Hoyd. A duel? A duel. With a long stems? (laughs) I don't think so. What did you just call me? You heard me, Long Stems. I get it. Goblins are always afraid to have a duel. Too scrappy. Yeah, see, the thing about duels is they're one-on-one. And we here in the tent, in the tin street, we don't fight one-on-one. Every goblin in the place turns and stares at you. How many goblins is every goblin in the place? (laughs) Uh, On the order of about 40 or 50. How do we feel about that many goblins? Tell you what, I'll let you walk out of here right now. The three of you. Hoyd stays. And maybe, maybe we'll think about giving the Gorgon back. But Hezix knows what they did. We got things with them. They stole from us. Stole what we was going to steal. So, 
pores off. We're evening the scales. That's how it works with years kinds, isn't it? You got to ask yourself, how much is your life worth? I suspect you should ask yourself the same question before sliding the oars off. Think very carefully about this. After all, we might not make it out of here. And, you know, that that might be fine. We, we, we might not leave this establishment alive. But how well do you think you're going to fare when the Ozov hears what you did? How would you enjoy hundreds of years in servitude working off your debt after killing an Ozov? You don't get it, do you? There's a reason we ain't part of no guilds. It's because we don't believe you got the power to do what you guys keep high and mighty saying you can. There's a reason we've been around as long as we have. And that's because we're survivors. You say the Orzov will put us in servitude for a thousand years, whatever. You will never get all of us. I would like to do a thing. Oh, boy. I'm going to do two things. First off, I'm going to pull out the shiny that I stole day one. Uh, Okay. And I'm going to hold that in one hand. On the other hand, let me put it this way. You could have this instead, because I really don't have any use for this trinket, and it is quite a nice trinket. Or... No matter whether or not we make it out, and whether or not the Orzhov does it, you're definitely not making it out, and neither are most of your friends. And so, the Unsettling Fistage doesn't actually do this because it's an attack will thing, but can I attempt to use Unsettling Visage as an intimidation roll and make myself really scary? Yeah, you'll get advantage on the intimidation check. Yeah, I'd like to do that. <laughs> okay. 21. 21. Nice. Woo! Um, note, that does mean that the two behind me now know I'm a shapeshifter. <laughs> okay. Puzzle of all, well, so can we see that you're shifting shape kind of too? Yeah, part yeah, of the- that's, that's- Oh! Part of the downside to that trade is it immediately reveals that I am a shapeshifter to anyone within 30 feet that can see me. Oh. Uh, ooh, this it's is exciting. just uh, a momentary uh, scare. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Pelsifal is also scared. Very <laughs> spooky. Caver looks very disturbed at this. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let me think. All right. Let me go talk to Krenko. (laughs) Stay here. 
looks <laughs> back at you as he walks back, and he's like, shivering. I have, like, splitting grin. Hoyd <laughs> <laughs> looks at you and says, that was funny. Do it again. Maybe another time. I didn't know you could do that. I don't tend to let most people know. Does that kind of special? <laughs> no, it means that oh. I want to get through with this conversation. And I find that offering a carrot alongside the stick uh, works best. Because after <laughs> all, the wine might taste awful, but it's better than getting stabbed. Pulsifal's a little confused by the riddle. Uh, not super great at interpreting things, but is just going <laughs> to nod. I don't like wine. Makes me fart. Well, <laughs> I've yet to find anyone who likes wine you heard the changeling it's better than getting stabbed I think there's a lot of things that are better than getting stabbed the door opens uh, to the back room and again the entire hall goes silent Caver holds the door open for a surprisingly short goblin. <laughs> He's uh, wears a tin crown, kind of lopsided. He's uh, wearing nice clothes other than that. Um, he's got a cane in one hand that he clearly doesn't need. It's basically a pimp, pimp cane. Um, so, you wanted to see me, huh? You seeing me? That's that's a way to put it. Thank you for the audience. We are honored by it. Good. I'm glad to <laughs> see you brought my friend back to me. Not back to you per se. Why else would you bring him here? Hmm? How else were we supposed to find you? I'm not that hard a place to find, Dolph. I don't exactly know my ways around these parts too well. You'll learn. Mm. What do you want? Ah, Gorgon. Uh, and the goblin. Did you try the rot farms? Uh, no, a specific organ. Unfortunately, you happen to uh, take two assets of the Orzhov, and what happens after they are no longer of use and serving their purpose, I don't care, but for right now, we still need their help dealing with the thing we have to deal with. And the Oizhov don't typically like this, so may as well try and get them back. You're talking about the orb, aren't you? 
See, yeah. word gets around fast when somebody steals from the Orzov. And when they get accused of doing something they didn't do, too. Yeah. So I know you ain't got the power of the Orzhov behind your words. <laughs> Just like I know you ain't got the Selesnia behind yours. What a demeanor. Or the Azorius, or the Boros, or whatever you guys say you were with. You're guiltless. Just like me. Oh, we so may be don't guiltless. Come in here with that high and mighty nonsense. Guildless or not, we do still currently work for the Azor that Orzhov. Sadly, that's true. You ain't answered my question. What do you want? I think we did answer that. We want the rest of nah, our party nah, back. Nah. You ask for tools. Things to help you get what you want. I want to know Guildless, what do you want? Because me, I know what I want. You look around, that's what I want. Not just this place, every place. I want the whole damn city. And it's going to be mine. That so. seems like a lofty task. I don't You would doubt. know, wouldn't you, high and mighty? I would Looking not call myself that now. I Sorry. don't doubt it is within your ability to achieve what I want. And I should hope what my compatriot want, compatriots want is simply to recover what was stolen. Good. You're starting to get it. What then? See, the way I see it, that's what you need to do. That ain't what you want to do. Tell me, why are you so keen on getting this thing back? Because I wish to pay my debts. Krenko smiles. Yeah. I kind of figured you'd say that. Kava? Pay our debts. I need everybody to give me a reflex. Uh, sorry, a dexterity saving throw, please. Okay, Niv, you have one action 
before this goes off. I'm going I'm to cast slow. I'm going to cast heroism on myself. Okay. Uh, what does that do? Uh, it gives me temporary hit points. Okay. Over good for like quite a bit over time. Excellent. Okay. Great. Caver takes the dagger out and slits Hoyd's throat. No! You helped me clean up a loose end, and for that I'm grateful. Hezix your goblin friend stole from me. I don't take too kindly to that. As I said, I don't really care what you do with him after we're done. No, no, see, you brought Hoyd back. As far as I'm concerned, we're even. When they wake up, they're free to go. But, uh, I really hope that they wake up soon. I really hope, for their sake, that they wake up soon. See, we got word of something going down where we were keeping them. You ever been down the sewers? Not fun. With the recent storm, well, all sorts of Simic nasties are going to be down there. So, I don't think they're that far. But I don't think they got long, neither. My debt's paid. Get out of my bar. Hells of All is going to take uh, Hoyt's body. It's a lot of blood. Uh, at the same time, I am going to try and put some kind of like cloth over it to try and stop the bleeding as we head out. He's gasping for breath, trying to trying to stay alive. He's fighting, but mm-hmm. he's not quite dead yet. Okay. Um, Pelzeval is just like kind of without words, try and like urge everyone out of there as soon as possible, carrying Hoyd. Zelda okay. is going to leave as quickly as she can. Same. I'm looking pissed, but I'm leaving. Um, as soon as we get outside, Pelzeval is going to ask if somebody can, like, make cover uh, for them for a moment when they're, like, kind of out of sight in earshot. Anybody? I've got nothing.
Um, I, I shall, I suppose, interpose myself between between Pelzeval and where we came from to try and block line of sight. Yeah, and just okay. a- ask for, like, uh, just somebody to, like, keep watch. Uh, I'm going to check the is it flask. It's full. Uh, I would like to try and... If your throat slit, it's hard to drink something. Uh, I'm going to try and uh, use some amount may, of... Yeah. I'm going to spare the dying. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, he... Hoyd passes out... Um, and you can see the wound stop bleeding, but it's still there, and it's still pretty bad. Okay. Uh, I would then like to use the... It, try and give Hoyd the potion that's in the Izzet flask. Okay. All right. Okay. As soon as his lips touch the flask and the first few bits of the uh, of the potion go into his mouth, you can see some of the skin around his slit throat uh, start to seal up. And he takes in a heaving breath, almost choking on the on the uh, potion. Mm-hmm. Slow, slow down, slow down. You can breathe. You can is, breathe. Just take it. Slow. Is his neck still cut? It's got a nasty scar on it. Okay, but he does not have wounds in immediate need of curing. He, he's not bleeding out anymore. No. Okay. Um, I'm gonna replace the bit of cloth that was bloodstained and try to like rip off another piece of my cloak to put a new cloth over the spot on Hoyt's neck. <laughs> don't don't try to speak. It will only make it worse. We, we, it's okay. It's okay. We will we will take care of you. We will take care of you. We need to move from this place and quick get you somewhere safe and then try to find the other two. Calm down, calm down, calm down. You you can rest. And he's making no he's making his mouth is just flapping wildly, <laughs> but there's not even any sound coming out anymore, not even gasping. Mm-hmm. But is he still breathing? Oh, he's still alive, yeah. Okay. He can't just, talk. Yeah. Can we okay. like go duck around the corner or like get out of here? Yeah, let's let's yeah. get out of here. Um if there's any way that we can maybe bring him back. Um, should we split up maybe and one of us return Hoyd and the other two go look for... Um, I I would rather just cure his wounds and send him on his way. Niv? I- Niv. Yeah? You hear a voice in your mind. 
Niv, is that you? Can you hear me? Please tell me you're there. I'm here. Where are you? We're tied up in a in a reservoir kind of thing. There's there's really nasty water coming up. We're going to be there soon if we can help it. We seem to have a problem. Hezix has woken up and is in danger. Hezix, how... Pell pauses for a moment and then realizes how this... How you would be able to tell. So we must make haste. I can carry Hoyd and we must go and find Hezix and the Gorgon. If I may, I would like to just kill Hoyd and send him on his way. Hoyd puts his hands up. He pats himself and then he gives you a thumbs up, which conveniently the thumb is one of his three remaining <laughs> fingers on that hand. Um, he does give you the thumbs up and he says, he just smiles. And then he looks directly at you, Isolde. And he's thinking for a moment after he tries to speak. And then he uses his hands to draw an egg in the (laughs) air. (laughs) And offer this invisible egg to you. I'm going to cast Kale Wounds on him. You know that it wouldn't have any effect at this point. Oh, okay. Whatever happened with him, you were barely able to save him from death. The fact that he's now permanently mute is the best you could hope for. He nods very well and walks off back towards the foundry where he was. Oh, can I, I want to give him like, uh, if there's like a way that we can give him like a cape so that he's less noticeable as himself as he walks back. I, I don't think it's an issue. If he's mute, then he's silent. That's what Grenko wanted. I don't think Grenko cares. I guess, but I would rather him be as safe as possible. Do you have anything like a cape or anything like that? I have a bedroll and I can take the blanket out of the bedroll and tie the like blanket like a cape around him. Okay. He smiles and you think that he's trying to laugh, but <laughs> his throat hurts too much and he, mm-hmm. he can't really... We will return to the factory later to make sure that you've made it back safe. He nods, takes a step away, and then turns back and gives you this crushing hug. Oh, uh, Pelzeval will be a little bit shocked, but then 
return the hug. As he lets go, you notice the very hot tears drying on your armor from him. Oh. And he walks away lumbering into the into the night. Safe speed, friend. All right. He Where do we need a to turns corner and you hear clang. Oh, goodness. <laughs> And that's where we're going to cut for tonight. (sighs) I need to stop making friends with goblins. They're so hard to keep track of. (laughs) How to, how to care for your goblin. Number one, do not take him to (laughs) Krenko. Okay. Well, thank you very much to everybody who watched uh, and everybody who listened in. Uh, I do want to, again, remind you that we are part of the Venus and Mercury League. Uh, We will be having our show on Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, as you can see. Uh, If you missed any of the show tonight, you can catch it. Sunday at noon is when the podcast version will be released at anchor.fm forward slash Ravnica dash by dash Starlight. And of course... This channel right here, twitch.tv forward slash aspirant CCG, is where you can catch week two of the Strixhaven semester. So uh, from everybody here, uh, I want to say thank you very much. Uh, Let's everybody say goodbye, I guess. Catch y'all later. Uh, I'll be writing a book on how to take care of your very own goblin. Hopefully it will be published within the next uh, two, three months. And uh, you all can learn from the struggles that Pelzival has had while trying to take care of multiple goblins. Clang. Clang. <laughs> and that's the name of the book? Clang? That's the name of the book. It's just Clang. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, again, uh, definitely make sure that uh, you catch the VML this Friday. Uh, Kabir will be Uh, joining us for the broadcast. But until then, I want to say thank you to everybody. And we will see you again under the starlight. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to Ravnica by Starlight, Episode 2, Quest for the Goblin Lord. Pelsival is played by Becky. Isolde is played by Kabir. And Niv, Torm, and Allura are played by Rose. This week's Hezix players Anna and Larissa's player, Amy, were not able to join us. The game runner is Phoebe. We'd like to give special thanks to our partners at the VML, including Carolyn, Hayu, John, and Max. If you haven't looked it up on Gatherer by now, Quest for the Goblin Lord was first printed in Worldwake. The setting of Ravnica, as well as Dungeons & Dragons, belongs to Wizards of the Coast. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you again underneath the starlight.